And talking to all the kids, you know, I talked to a bunch, they were in fifth grade. You know, I remember being that age and being around when I was around was racing. And, and it's really neat for me to kind of see their interest level. I think is exciting and, and they're excited about it. So, I mean, that's what it's all about. I just remember being a kid and seeing somebody that I wanted to be like. And, and I, that's all I try to be is try to be a role model. 720 WGN high atop Chicago in the Skyline studio and excited to have on the line and in town the driver of the number 12 Ford Mustang for Team Penske and the reigning NASCAR Cup Series champion the one and only Ryan Blaney welcome to WGN welcome to Chicago yeah thanks for having me nice to be here yeah well you're enjoying it obviously this is not typical weather for us I just have to tell you February in (laughs) Chicago you have lucked out all right so let's get down to it oftentimes people mention how you know, the pressure of winning a championship, they're weighed down by all the things you need to do, appearances, commercials, interviews. But, Ryan, you're literally weighed down by the biggest trophy of professional sports. I don't know, maybe the Stanley Cup, maybe it's bigger, but it represents like 100 years of champions. You have the the, the Cup <laughs> Series trophy with you today. Oh, yeah, we're hauling it all around. So, uh, yeah, it's it's a tall one, and it's about 80, 90 pounds. So <laughs> it takes a, it's it's a heck of a thing to haul around. But, um, I mean, gosh, it's it's just special to see. You know, I, I mean, I see one, I see mine in my house, you know, all the time, but uh, to be able to show other people, you know, the trophy, it's it's always nice, right? Like they, they always appreciate it and and people like seeing cool things, right? So that's a cool trophy and it's nice to haul it around the city today. Yeah. Hopefully you've got staff helping you there to cart it around. I know for the Stanley Cup, they have, <laughs> it has its own like case and there's a handler with white gloves and all that. You need a lot of a lot of support for oh, yeah. that. Yep. So I know that you get a lot of this and I'm sure you've had a lot of the questions about your dad and growing up in and around the sport. And, but now, you know, having had the off season to go through and sort of let it all sink in. Have you guys had that long kind of sit down about what it all means and what it means to you and to him? Have you guys done that? Or is it just sort of like, Hey, a lifetime of working this, you know? Yeah. I mean, we definitely had some time to kind of, you know, relax through December, you know, and really, yeah, and we have a couple holidays in there, right? There's Thanksgiving and Christmas, right? So the whole family gets together. So it was nice to, to really relive everything, you know, with them. And um, you know, obviously cool to spend it with my family and my dad, who I, you know, got into racing because of. So it's nice. And and talking through those moments, you know, through our season and and moments in the championship run, like it's always nice to relive that stuff. So special I can, you know, share it with somebody like that. Yeah, and you bring the trophy with you to family outings and get-togethers and all that. Is it always <laughs> no, <laughs> no, not to those. Only, only to the city of Chicago. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right, all right. I totally get it. You know, here's the thing. You know, talking with William Byron after he won the Daytona 500, he said he actually had never imagined himself winning the Daytona 500 until it happened. Now, knowing you know him, I'm sure I know him a little bit. I believe that, right? But growing up in the sport with you and the family in and around it, like as a kid, did you? Did you imagine winning the NASCAR Cup Series championship like as a kid racing around or was it more individual races like you'd love to win here or at this track? How did that go? Yeah, like I always dreamed of it, you know, like that's the goal, right? Like you, I want to be a champion one day. I want to win these races. I want to just be a driver in the, you know, the Cup Series. But yeah, I mean, until it happens, you believe it, you know, but you don't know you can do it, right? And then when you achieve it, like, all right, I know I can do it. But I remember right when we won the championship, I was on the, the stage there and I kept saying to my fiance and I was like, I can't believe it. Like, I just cannot believe that we're here. Like I envisioned it, you know, and you, you truly want to do it. I mean, until it happens, you're like, oh my gosh, we did what I've worked for my whole life. You know, and it's, it's hard when all that stuff kind of comes rapidly. So yeah, that's a good way he put it. It's hard to believe. And uh, it's nice that 
it took a while to believe it, uh, but it, uh, it's now a reality, which is nice. Having friends that have won and being able to talk with them and what's it like and obviously imagining it. And there's a lot of things you can sort of prepare yourself for. What has been, you know, if anything, maybe one or two or three things that have been surprises that maybe you either didn't see coming or didn't think would be that significant about winning and just everything that goes along with it? Um, you know, I feel like, you know, some of the most special things about it is uh, sharing it with the folks that you go to the racetrack with every single weekend. You know, I mean, those 15 to 20 people that, you know, you go to battle with for 36 weeks out of the year who put in just as much effort as you, you know, who are just as big of a part of it as me driving the car to share it with them because you know how hard they also work and they are second family. That was incredibly special, you know, to just that's something that every single person on my team that will be able to have that in common and share that the rest of our lives. And then also, uh, it's really neat to, you know, you compete with other teams and drivers all year, right? And it's it was really cool to hear the the congrats from all your competitors because they you don't expect that uh, because you're all fierce competitors and you want to beat each other. But it was really neat to go into the garage at Daytona for the first race of 2024 and and have you know crew guys other drivers come up like hey you guys did a great job last year so that and that's just like a, a pride thing right it makes you feel good that you know your competitors respect you because you respect all your other competitors at the same time you want to beat them more than anything but uh, to have that you know it's, it just shows you know everyone shows respect to you know everyone who accomplishes something i think it shows that you're doing something maybe a lot of things right you know because that people are genuinely excited for you your competitors the people in the garage everyone you know, that you're doing it the right way and they're excited for your success and that you're doing it right and they're happy to be a part of it as a sport and and that you are going to be a great ambassador for the sport going forward because there's a lot of focus on you and it's got to be the right person doing the right thing. I think that's great. Okay, so racing series like and drivers, even fan bases, over the last handful of years, yeah, they've kind of crossed the lines. It used to be years ago, we were like IndyCar fans, were IndyCar fans, they had nothing to do, didn't know anything about NASCAR fans, dirt track, the same thing. You're seeing a lot of the blending of the lines where I, we always know that racers always appreciate other racers. You know, and now you've got like NASCAR mm -hmm. legends getting into drag racing and NHRA, and you're just seeing more of a blending of it and appreciation from the fan side of it. Your thoughts on that? Growing up in a family that raced in a bunch of different series and just your thoughts on kind of the, the blending of it, drivers popping around here and there. Let's say Kyle Larson doing the Indy 500. What do you think? Yeah, you know, you put it perfectly. Like, you know, every racer appreciates every form of motorsports, right? You know, like you understand how hard it is, no matter what form of motorsport, like it's, it's incredibly difficult. So I love all forms of racing and I watch almost every form of racing there is, but yeah, the fan aspect of it, like you said, it was, it was for a while, everyone had their own series, right? Like, Oh, I only like IndyCar. I only like NASCAR. I only like F1. And now I feel like it's gotten a little bit more open. Uh, there's still some tension I see sometimes of like, you know, I don't watch this series, you know, I hate this series and I, I'm dedicated to my series, which is fine, but I just don't understand the hate. Like if you're a fan of motorsports, you're a fan of motorsports, but uh, I think it is getting better. And I think it's cool that you're seeing, you know, a lot of drivers go off and do other series. Like, you, you know, you mentioned Larson, he's doing the 500 uh, this year, which is great. Obviously he does a lot of dirt tracks. I see Tony Stewart do a lot of drag racing right now. Yep. Jimmy Johnson went into car racing for a little bit. You know, we've had a couple F1 champions run on, on the cup side here in the last couple years. So it's just really cool to, to have that, right. It's, it's neat. And I think fans appreciate it. And that's how fans kind of become, 
supporters of other racing forms is if maybe their favorite driver from a certain series goes off and does something else, then like, oh, I think I might watch this a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, so it's it's good. It's healthy for everything, and that's what you need. Think about the season starting out. You want to keep up the momentum. The Daytona 500 ended up like it does for a lot of people, but second in Atlanta, it feels like you know already this season you guys are pretty dialed in. Yeah, you know it's early, um, uh, but it's nice to have some decent momentum going our way. And uh, you know, before we got caught up in that wreck at Daytona, we were up towards the front and had a shot to win in Atlanta this past weekend. And uh, so that's what you want, right? You want to try to get your season started off the right way and and have a couple positive races uh, getting going. And I would say this next month is is super important to kind of see where you stack up compared to the field and where your speed's at. But yeah, it's looking good right now. Hopefully, we can continue to figure out how to be better and better and and go through the year with it. When, uh, you know, for Team Penske, like share a little bit about that. It's one thing to be a great driver. There's a lot of drivers out there that have some talent when you can combine great talent with great equipment, that great team. Talk a little bit about that. Number one, Team Penske, how exciting it is and the support system that you have there. Then, of course, you know, you got Indianapolis Motor Speedway, part of that whole universe of, of racing, and then being back at the Brickyard this year in the Oval. Your thoughts? Yeah, very special to be able to run and, and be a part of, you know, a group like Team Penske, you know, be able to drive for Roger Penske is something I wanted to do ever since I was a kid growing up watching the sport and watching him, you know, have these NASCAR teams and IndyCar teams and sports car teams. And, you know, I just respected uh, the the man himself. And um, it's hard to believe I've been over there for over, over 10 years. Wow. I mean, I look back on it and it's just crazy. And he and I actually talked about that after we won the championship. I'm like, Roger, can you believe it was over 10 years since <laughs> I walked through the doors? You know, look at us now. You know, it's just so crazy how it, time flies like that. So I've always said, you know, I've, you always want to be surrounded by great people. And I've been really lucky to be surrounded by the best people, you know, and, and whether it's Mr. Penske and, and everyone who is around him, they've just been amazing to me. And I really couldn't ask for more. And uh, it, it's great to be able to be successful for him, right? That's all you can do. As someone asked me sometimes, they're like, well, you know, you, you can't really buy Roger Penske anything. Like, what do you get him? I'm like, well, <laughs> wins the championships. That's what you yeah. get him. You, you get him, you, you give him success, right? And that's all he wants. That's all he wants is to, race teams to win and be successful and win championships. And yeah, it's great to go back to, you know, the big track at Indy this year, obviously huge history there with RP and now he owns the speedway. So it's even more important. So we're excited uh, to get back there. That'll be an important one for us. With all that success. And one of the side effects of that is that people know who you are. They're excited to see you. You've got that opportunity, that platform to share, to give back, to pay it forward and all those things. You're in Chicago. You were gifted with some some non-traditional February weather. Typically, it would be way, way, way yeah. worse. But an opportunity <laughs> for kids, you know, you're over at uh, one of the schools at Garfield Park to get in there and talk about it. So share that as a, as a kid who grew up in racing. I mean, it was around you whether you wanted it to be around you or not. It was but for these kids where we're racing is new to them and they have this opportunity to get that introduction from you, a superstar in the sport and have you tie it into really what I think is one of the most exciting things about it for the future, for careers in racing. Everybody sees what you do on the track in victory lane, but you know, there's like 200 people in the race shop, engineers and scientists and all sorts of things that, that never make it to TV to share that educational, that STEM side with the kids. Well, that's, yeah, that's the a great part about, you know, being, recognizable in the sport, right? As a driver, like I get to these cool opportunities to go out, you know, to these unique places and events, you know, whether it's, you know, schools, you know, through the city, like today is a, is a really cool thing to be able to do. And, and talking to all the kids, you know, I talked to a bunch, they were in fifth grade and, uh, you know, I remember being that age and, 
you know, being around when I was around was racing and, and wanting to, to pursue that. And it's cool to talk to kids about whether they know about racing or not. It's really, really neat for me to kind of see their interest level, talk to them about what they like about racing or what are you curious about, you know? And, and I always like getting questions or kids answers because you never know what you're going to get, but it's, uh, you know, it's, it's something that I think is exciting and, and they're excited about it. So, uh, yeah, I mean, that's what it's all about. I just remember being a kid and, and seeing somebody that I wanted to be like, and then I, that's all I try to be is like, if try to be a role model to, Hey, if you want a career in, in NASCAR or you're interested, like here, I'll teach you about it, you know, and there's a lot of different avenues to, to get taught about this stuff. So, um, this is what trying to reach the young generation, right. And that's, uh, that's all we can do. It's a lot of responsibility. It's exciting stuff though, right? The future right there in front of you. Those are the fans. They'll be there of course, for the Chicago street race. Last thing, Ryan, you know, you're in town. It is a great food town. It's a great sports town it is a great, you know, outside of racing, right? Chicago is a great place to be. So when you're here outside of uh, inspiring that next generation, what do you do? Yeah, you know, I um really whenever I'm here, it's either for the race or I'm working or like quick in and out. So I don't really ever get like a ton of time to like really appreciate it. I did get to go to Wrigley uh, about five years ago. I threw the first pitch out, and uh, and then I got to watch the game. That was like a childhood dream for me to go watch the game at Wrigley. And then I was I was able to walk around like Wrigleyville, all that whole scene around there, and I loved it. I mean, it was absolutely amazing to see everything right there. So that. I'm always open for restaurant suggestions when I come back. So if you have any, I will happily take those. But uh, I just enjoy the city. A lot of stuff going on here. And um, it's it's a very, very dedicated city to whatever. If you're a White Sox fan, Cubs fan, Bears fan, like I love the dedication. And that, uh, that's always fun when you go from city to city. It's a great racing town, too. You got a lot of fans that love NASCAR, that love racing, that love Ryan Blaney. So excited to have you in town, Ryan. We'll let you get back to it. You know you got a busy day, but thanks so much for everything that you're doing, for stopping by. Thanks for jumping on the show today. Yeah, no problem, man. Thanks for having me.